Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, June 14th, and we're bringing you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on-demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. It's official. President Biden will travel to Saudi Arabia next month to meet with leaders from across the region. The White House says he'll talk oil prices and likely meet with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman in hopes of a, quote, recalibration in relations. The president had previously said he'd make the kingdom a pariah for its involvement in the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Coinbase, the cryptocurrency exchange, is cutting about 18% of its full-time employees, which means layoffs for about 1,100 people. CEO Brian Armstrong says the company grew too quickly during a bull market and worries about a recession. The news comes after a particularly down day for crypto stocks on Monday. The House January 6th committee has postponed its next hearing. The third of seven hearings was due to take place Wednesday, but will be rescheduled. A committee member told reporters the change was not a big deal and is happening to give staff more time to assemble video clips. The next hearing is now scheduled for Thursday. Ohio is allowing teachers to carry guns in the classroom with as little as 24 hours of training. Republican Governor Mike DeWine signed the bill on the heels of the massacre at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, and a year after Ohio's Supreme Court ruled school employees needed 700 hours of training. DeWine emphasized that arming teachers is not a requirement. This is a local choice. It's not mandated by the legislature nor by the governor. Amber Heard has given her first TV interview since essentially losing against Johnny Depp in a weeks-long defamation trial, where she was relentlessly mocked online and faced dozens of Depp fans in and outside the courtroom every day. This was the most humiliating and horrible thing I've ever been through. Heard sat down with NBC News' Savannah Guthrie and talked about how much this trial played out on social media hardly ever in her favor. And the jury is not immune to that. You think the jury saw it? How could they not? I think even the most well-intentioned juror, it would have been impossible to avoid this. We're updating the refresh from Insider throughout the day with the latest headlines, so be sure to check back often. And we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you love or don't about the show. Email us at therefresh@insider.com. Coming up, as we rethink so much of how we work, Carrie Donahue talks with one writer who's been looking into ways to get rid of managers, all of them. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Calendly, Gong, and HubSpot. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. Russia has added a new opponent to its list of enemies, Wikipedia. The Kremlin is pissed that Wikipedia has pages of detailed information, in Russia no less, about the invasion of Ukraine. So a Moscow court ordered Wikipedia to remove the information, and it fined the site nearly $90,000 when it refused. Now the Wikimedia Foundation, which owns Wikipedia, is filing an appeal. 
The World Health Organization is thinking about changing the name of monkeypox. Some scientists say the virus's name stigmatizes Africa, and it doesn't even follow the WHO's own naming conventions that say diseases should not be named after animals or places. It's also not even known for sure if the virus actually originated in monkeys. It's been found in tons of different mammals. No geysers or bison for a while, my dear travelers. Yellowstone National Park has closed all of its entrances indefinitely due to severe flooding. Some visitors already there are being evacuated as well. The flooding caused by recent rain and a heavy snowpack has washed out a bridge and knocked out electricity throughout the park. I can safely say two things about the following story. One, the FBI was hunting for a legendary haul of lost Civil War gold based on a tip from a treasure hunting company called Finders Keepers, who wanted a cut. Two, Finders Keepers is suing the government, claiming the FBI kept the gold for itself and lied about not finding it. It's an ongoing case. The father-son treasure hunting duo is asking a judge to force the FBI to hand over videotapes of the dig, tapes the bureau claims do not exist. We will be following this story. Most of Chicago is waking up today after a night under tornado watch linked to a coming extreme heat wave that's been punishing most of the South and Southwest. The heat appears to be moving up through the Great Lakes with as many as 100 cities close to or creeping up past record highs today. Sorry to say it, but relief is not likely anytime soon. Much of the country is under what meteorologists call a high-pressure heat dome. And now, here's Carrie Donahue. Imagine a workplace without managers, where the hierarchy is flattened, where the hall monitoring of middle managers is out, replaced by employees working in small teams full of autonomy and ownership. It sounds really exciting, right? Well, writer Molly Lipson says the pandemic changed a lot of things about the workplace, and maybe next up, getting rid of managers, all of them. Often managers, they form part of this bottleneck structure, which slows things down, kind of personal relationships or um, the sort of language that you use to have to address somebody who's supposedly above you in the hierarchy and things like that. And it kind of creates this slightly um, strange mechanism within this company that we don't really necessarily see in the outside world. So you don't really talk to people in that way outside of your workplace. And for a lot of people that can feel really unnatural and really prohibiting for progress. You were writing about a particular type of organizational structure where the hierarchy is replaced with sort of these small, flat, interconnected teams. Can you tell me a little bit about that? The way that it's used in corporations and corporate structures is called holacracy. It was started up as a bit of a dream by two of those very people who looked to remove managers there in their own company. And sort of built this company in and of itself called Holacracy One, a flattened structure within a, within a sort of corporate mechanism. The idea instead is that departments, they work horizontally rather than vertically. So they kind of sit next to each other in overlapping circles. And this is, this is actually something that can be mapped out visually. So if you imagine the sort of a, a traditional structure would be like a pyramid. You know, if you imagine someone like Amazon, for example, you'd have the sort of drivers probably right at the bottom of that pyramid and then Jeff Bezos right at the top. The idea of holacracy is to sort of squish that pyramid and turn them into circles. So Jeff Bezos would be as important to the company as the delivery driver in, say, somewhere like like India. 
each person has a list of responsibilities and accountabilities. And uh, as long as a, 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 a member of staff is kind of meeting those criteria, it doesn't matter necessarily how they do that, but it's up to them to kind of make that work structure happen from governance down. I feel like people are biologically almost determined to seek hierarchy in kind of any social group. Like if you have more than two or three people, there's somebody who kind of emerges as a leader and someone else who's ready to follow that. I feel like, do you think this goes kind of against human nature or how do we overcome that sort of sense of seeking a hierarchy that's kind of innate to us? Yeah, so another really interesting point that I was almost sort of forced to think about quite a lot with this piece that hierarchy is something that we actually need in order to continue making profit in the way that we currently make it, which is in quite exploitative ways and relies on uh, racial, class and gender hierarchies, to name a few. So my understanding is that it's actually not human nature to need hierarchies of the kind that we are really used to. So power hierarchies, hierarchies of authority, for example, I think that hierarchies can come through in other ways. So hierarchy of experience. Mm. Through my research, my interviews, what I found is that the companies where it hasn't worked well, it's been more due to a sort of unwillingness to unlearn these, these hierarchies that we're so used to because they're everywhere, right? We can't really escape them because, you know, we live in a society that is, that is hierarchical in every way, whether it's in, in the family, in in education, in the workplace. I think that where it hasn't worked has been more due to a lack of, of being able to or being willing to truly unlearn that. Thank you so much, Molly. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been great. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.